0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan.
1: I'm Taylor. We are back from our summer vacation. And it feels like we're just going back on vacation because we're talking about F Boy Island today. And as you may or may not know, Girl Meets Show is a big F Boy Island fans. So We are very excited to have this episode today to talk about season two.
0: Mm -hmm. Get us back in the swing of things. It's one of those shows where it feels like you're just like only eating like candy and you're like, I should like, it's just like only fun. And it's like, wow, am I allowed to just have this much fun? (laughs) (laughs) If that makes any sense. It's a perfect (laughs)
1: analogy. (laughs) (laughs) You're only eating candy and you never feel sick or like you need to brush your teeth
0: yeah and like you never are like, Maybe I should eat a vegetable. Should I eat like watch a drama to balance this out? It's like no, no we're we're only eating candy for dinner <laughs> and ice cream,
1: and you love it,
0: yeah,
1: um, but first, we've been gone for a while, so we have some good t v news to discuss. Jordan, what do you have for us? Um,
0: the first thing I I actually saw this today, and I know we were already excited for the new season of Fargo on FX, but they added Joe Keery, um, <gasps> aka Steve Harrington, um, Lamorne Morris, aka Winston from New Girl, and Richa Morjani, aka the cousin from Never Have I Ever, who's like amazing.
1: Oh. And I was like, whoa. This is really exciting. I'm getting all sorts of feelings thinking about Joe Curry and John Hamm interacting. It's honestly I mean, too much for
0: me. Taylor's not allowed to watch, but everyone else. <laughs> it's really wow, big.
1: Fun. Okay, I love that. Um, I don't think I knew that this was happening so soon, but the final Atlanta season is going to start streaming on September 15th. Very back-to-back seasons.
0: Wow, I didn't... I even watched this trailer, but I didn't... I already forgot that that's that soon.
1: Yeah, so soon. Almost
0: like a month and a week.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I would like to speak to all the HBO Max Discovery Plus drama, but honestly... It was a lot of drama for, like, no real news and no real reveals. The biggest... I guess the biggest news out of that were things were taken off and canceled on HBO Max. Like, uh, Batgirl was... The whole movie was canceled. They took... um. I know everyone's so sad that American Pickle, the movie, is off of HBO Max. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, next year they're going to combine and... Also, I do have bookmarked that in September, a lot of, like, Fixer Upper and Magnolia Network shows are coming to HBO Max. But I feel like there actually hasn't been that many, like, official things, like, actions announced, you know? So it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah. I was confused the whole time. Um, Still confused. And Jordan found this account titled, Is It Still on HBO Max?, (laughs) And it really is so helpful. And, like, it was just interesting to see um, the shows that were gone, because I'm just really confused as to why. So, like, camping, I was confused about that.
0: Yes! Well, it's confusing. It would make sense, because, like, if they were not HBO Max originals that were dropped off, because, like... Streaming services are are dropping shows all the time, but w- not originals to that yeah. streamer. So it's that logic and reasoning. I have not heard any real explanations for. Yeah, mysterious.
1: like I didn't care or I understood. Not really. But like seeing that Chad was no longer on H. Oh, which I guess actually, I guess they saved it from TBS. So it was an HBO Max show. And that's no longer there either. Hmm. I don't know. Like, just so they... weird.
0: Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, I think we're all just kind of waiting for more actual Like decisions they're making.
1: Yeah, I think I just have to not comment because <laughs> I literally don't know and I'm just speculating.
0: We'll have to abstain from the discussion <laughs> until HBO Max tells us directly what they're gonna do (laughs) yes i think it's like we love hbo max here at girl meets show so we're definitely on hbo max watch
1: yeah it was scary when people were posting about it like it was going to be dead so
0: Mm -hmm. it is still confusing too of like the hbo versus hbo max um separation Mm -hmm. because that like i don't i haven't even heard where that
1: ties into all this so no and like The one, the one tweet that I saw that really confused me the most was Chrissy Teigen tweeted like, of course, this is the year I sold a scripted series to HBO Max. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, are they still going to make it or is it dead? Like, I was really confused.
0: Wow. I did not see that. And she, yeah, I don't get that. Like, did they tell her? We're not doing this anymore? Or, is she or was just she just like participating in the
1: discourse? Yes. I don't know.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: So we're here to tell you. We don't really know either. But
1: we got no though. answers, but let us know if you do. <laughs> um. They released the Los Spooky Season 2 trailer. And I'm just so excited. And it's coming back on September 16th.
0: I did not see this.
1: (gasps) Oh, my gosh.
0: Because actually, Losa Spookies was something that I was actually worried about with all the HBO Max news. I was like, of all the things, like, are enough people watching Losa Spookies to save it? Mm -hmm. So this makes me happy that we know for sure at least we're getting another one more season soon. Yes. They dropped a new trailer, like a full complete trailer for Andor on Disney Plus, which is premiering on September 21st. So that was exciting. I think that show looks good. It looks serious and like wartime stressful kind of, but like really good.
1: The trailer for that looked really good. I was very impressed. And I was very excited for you personally.
0: Thank you, yes, um, I mean, everyone everyone has to pick like the ultimate Star Wars character they're the most loyal to, I guess, and mm-hmm. would like to be married to <laughs> and and Cassie and Andor's mine, so the fact that I get a whole show, I feel like I'm being personally rewarded by karma um, but it actually does look really good on top of everything else,
1: yeah, it does. I've never actually, no one's ever made me choose one. Well, that was my next question for you, actually. I guess it's Kylo Ren. I don't know. (laughs) I was literally going to guess. And what does it say about me? I don't think that's a bad one.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's a
1: bad one. The
0: question is, would Kylo Ren be an F-boy or a nice guy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He would be an F-boy for sure. Yeah, he would. He
0: would. That was almost a rhetorical question. Yeah, and he
1: probably wouldn't share the money either. No. Because he doesn't
0: really care about like feelings. No, he so doesn't much. have any. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to, he's, he's actively trying to block them out. So. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Very interesting. Would be fun to see him try to play a nice guy though, you know? Yes. <laughs> I don't think he'd do very well. No. Some news that I was excited about is uh, the two people who brought everything everywhere all at once, um, the movie, which is incredible, um, are now creating a they sold a pilot of a show to Showtime. Ooh And showtime, go yeah. showtime. I am very intrigued.
0: Have they said anything about what it's about, or is it all mysterious right now, do you think?
1: Um, It says, Mason, which is the title of the show, is billed as a surrealist surrealist comedy about a quiet man named Nathan, often misheard as Mason, (laughs) who is seeking connection in a loud, overwhelming world. The series is based um, on real-life experiences of comedian men. So... We'll see.
0: I like um, highlighting common names that are misheard all the time or (laughs) confused with each other, like Justin and Jason, I would say, are ones I commonly confuse. (laughs) And so I like that there's a show with that as kind of at its core. That's very funny. Yeah, it's true. I can't remember if we talked about this. We probably did because I'm always trying to talk about Orphan Black, but they announced that they're doing like a... Follow- up series i don't I don't even really know like if it's like a direct sequel if it's just set in the world of Orphan Black or whatever, but they are making one called Orphan Black Echoes, and they just announced that the star and executive producer is going to be Kristen Ritter from Breaking Bad and um Jessica Jones and she's really cool. yeah, I
1: was excited to see that. Happy for Kristen Ritter.
0: Yeah, she's like, she's very underrated. So that was very exciting.
1: I haven't, I don't even have this bookmarked, the um, new Game of Thrones show. Have you seen the uh, news about Matt Smith saying like, I don't know if all my sex scenes were necessary? Yes. Well,
0: it's funny because like, I've seen several headlines all to do with sex scenes. Mm hmm. That quote I think was the most memorable. <laughs> I saw that they're not they're not going to do sexual violence, which is good. Oh, that is good. I didn't see that. Um I also saw a quote today from Sean Bean, who played um Ned Stark, the dad. Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> Is he the one that said intimacy coordinators are yes! ruining Hollywood? <laughs> he said that it's not good because then like you don't do naturally what you would like do in like when you're having sex and I'm like well you're acting so I kind of would you hope you shouldn't
1: be doing what you would do naturally. Okay, I didn't I saw that quote and I they, they like had a picture of the actor who said it but I didn't realize it was Ned Stark. I was like I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> Never heard well, of he's him. He's
0: like He's, <laughs> he's always, well, I'm actually surprised because he is in National Treasure, your favorite movie. Hmm, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> he's in Lord of the Rings too, but it's funny. What reminded me is like, there's a lot of talk about, I feel like that's what the most reported thing are right now about the upcoming game of thrones show is all about the sex scenes and so Mm -hmm. for them him this guy famously
1: from game of thrones to say that it's like that's gross interesting okay it's just kind of fun to be part of the game of thrones discourse before the show even begins because we were so late to the game of the full game of thrones show late
0: to the game that should have been a podcast (laughs) name for us only talking about game of thrones 10 years after it premieres (sighs) (sighs) um yeah it's so true and it is funny because like everyone has all these opinions and it's like well it hasn't come out yet so we don't even really (laughs) know but it's i don't know it's always been like maybe the biggest discuss discussion about Game of Thrones. So of course yeah. it's gonna happen again. Yeah. It's very interesting.
1: Very, very <sighs> funny. Alright, well, um, our top three kind of has an F-boy spoiler attached to it. Um so we're gonna gatekeep that until we're talking spoilers. Just to save anyone who may be listening to this to be like, should I watch FBoy Island? Let us convince you first and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. Um, but as previously mentioned on this episode and a previous episode, we're big F Boy Island fans. Um, it's a reality show in which there are three girls and handfuls of men I don't even know the number
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't either a plethora
1: yeah who come to an island and the men beforehand are self-proclaimed f-boys or nice guys and the premise is if you win or like the one of the girls chooses you in the end there's some money on the line and in the first season you actually don't even really know how it works and the reason why this show is so fun is because you really have no idea what rules they're going to follow if they're going to introduce new rules um it's kind of just like a free-for-all mm-hmm. and as two people who don't totally they aren't like super big into like the bachelor i mean it feels a little like we have dabbled in Bachelor. We've dabbled in most reality shows, I would say, but we're not like yeah. big time reality heads. So for us to like it, I feel like really means something.
0: I mean, I feel like about, about everything we like. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, yes. true, actually. I think we like, I know there's some TV watchers where it's like they exclusively watch reality shows. Yeah. And we kind of. We don't have time to only watch reality shows, you know. Like it's a big yes, time commitment. RuPaul's Drag Race has taken over my life for a portion of this year.
1: I was think I was thinking in my head the whole time I was speaking. I was like, "There's a big disclaimer on this whole thing with Jordan."
0: <laughs> well, it is funny because, like, I think I wouldn't say that that I I'm like, oh, like I watch other stuff usually more than reality, but I'm like, well, I actually do really enjoy a lot of reality shows. I think we're just maybe picky about the ones we watch. Yeah. Because, like, like I don't really, I don't think, The Bachelor doesn't do it for me anymore as much, but I, like, love The Circle, and I love F-Boy Island, and Drag Race is super fun. You know, stuff like that. And, like... Yeah. And we do watch Selling Sunset, like... That's you, true. You kept up pretty well, I think, with, like, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I it's fell like, off. Oh, oh, I didn't. Breaking news. But... <laughs> I feel like so I it's like we're definitely not like too good for reality TV at
1: all. Mm-mm. But like I think we're kind of picky about it. We're picky about it because with this podcast it's really hard to watch shows that are week to week. And so that's really what it comes down to for me, I feel like. It's true. It's a bandwidth issue. <laughs> um as far as how this season compared to season 1, What'd you like better?
0: I would, I think I liked them almost equally because they were both really fun. Overall, this is a fun show and that is important to me in a reality show. I think that's like my number one criteria is like, do I have a lot of fun watching it? And Mm -hmm. this I definitely do. And I liked that. I thought that the three girls were pretty different and distinct from season one. So that was fun um i there's and like you're saying like it is kind of a free-for-all like they changed some of the there were twists that were different from season one so that like kept me on my toes i couldn't just predict the whole thing and it was still had like the funny self-awareness um one thing that i did love about season two that you just couldn't do in season one is like bringing back past characters in different ways was Mm -hmm. very entertaining. Um, So that might, that might give season two a slight edge over season one, but I think that I, I had as much fun watching this as season one and it didn't make season one bad at all.
1: I would, I would say it's pretty equal. Yeah, I would agree. I felt like, uh, I feel like my expectations were really high for season two because I loved season one so much and I was curious and a little hesitant that they would be able to um, meet those expectations because I was like, what else can they do to like make this different? Because that was what made season one so fun was mm-hmm. the fact that they were like kind of always introducing new rules and situations. And so I didn't want this to follow the same like cookie cutter um, reality dating show or even like the rules that they set for themselves from season one and they didn't. And, um, it made it really fun. I enjoyed and was surprised. I think I was more surprised in season two, how it ended than season one. What would you say?
0: I would agree with that. And I think that part of why FBoy Island works so well is it's always surprising the audience Hmm. Um. It's it's almost like the perfect mix because there's a lot we know going in because they have some of the guys from the get go say, "Oh, I'm I'm here as an F boy," and so like you kind of you like you're not completely in the dark. And then they all like so far both seasons they have at some point revealed who is who to everyone, and so like that's always surprising to really find out what they're there as and. Like, the finale totally surprised me. Um, so, anyway, I think that, like, you have to... They have to really do a good surprise and good job of not being able to predict everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I do think... Because I think there were things that, that happened in the finale that, like, did I didn't know that would even be a possibility. So, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't have predicted some of it, and I love that feeling.
1: A note I have is that while I was watching it, I felt like I was playing a game of Secret Hitler in real life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you're like trying to figure out who's who and who's helping who and like who's teaming up and like the rules kind of change with every round and like new things are unlocked and it's just kind of fun. That is so
0: brilliant. It's not, like, the circle, but there's aspects to it that are similar to the circle that I really like because it is a game of, like, figuring out who's what and who Mm -hmm. who is the catfish and, in this case, who is an F-boy and who's trying to appear, like, nice guy. Or even once it's revealed they're an F-boy, like, you have to then convince them that you're not going to take all the money at the end. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, it's... I think that it is um, almost it works for me because it's almost first a game show and second a dating show. And that mm-hmm. is more entertaining than
1: yeah, that's a good just point.
0: dating. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. twists like that in the bachelor.
1: And I may not be a big reality head, but wow, did I love the game show network growing yeah. up? So it makes sense.
0: <laughs> the original reality shows really.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let's go into spoilery talk. Because it's really hard to talk about this show without talking about what actually happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But first, for our top three, Jordan and I are going to give each other scenarios of TV characters. And um, they can be nice guys or F-boys. And we can choose to stay with one of them. And if they're an F-boy, the person creating the scenario will tell you if they chose to keep the money or split the money with you?
0: I forgot about that part of this game. <laughs> I'll have to decide that with the boys I chose. That's so funny. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you can decide if they love me enough to split it or not. If you think we would have good enough chemistry.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And then or like in season 2 if you choose, you want to just keep the money and you don't think that you would be like really compatible with either of these characters. You can do that too. Choose yourself. Because that so.
0: that's the spoiler we didn't want people who haven't watched it to know yet because that did was not the case in season one.
1: No, it was not. It was a very fun reveal that that was mm-hmm. going to be an option.
0: Super, it's like the best option they could have done. Totally. I loved it.
1: it made so much sense. <sighs> okay since i know you have two scenarios for me Mm -hmm. you go first
0: okay here are your final two boys you have to choose between okay um nate from euphoria (laughs) oh my gosh versus drew from search party
1: Okay, okay, okay. And it's
0: pretty, I think that mine, it's pretty obvious which one's the F boy, which one's the nice guy, which is
1: okay, because at this point in the show, the girls also know know what they are. Yeah. Ugh. I know I would have the problem of me and Nate would just have, we would have amazing physical chemistry. (laughs) Uh, And me and Drew would just have a jolly good time um i hope and think that i would be smart enough to choose drew because like i would be way too scared that nate would leave me in a heartbeat even if he chose to keep the like split the money
0: wait so do you have your final answer
1: yeah i'm choosing drew i
0: if i were watching this i would be so proud of you
1: thank you and
0: i do think i was like okay because on this show, we don't know the context. Some of them reveal violent tendencies and uh, flaws on the Even show. Even a nice guy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But on this show, maybe you, wouldn't, you couldn't really maybe dive really into Nate's whole psyche and know a lot of his uh, tendencies, you know? Yeah. No but way. I, I actually think that I think he might split the money, though, because he's a very
1: emotional person. Yeah, that's true. And he's like a big girlfriend guy.
0: Yes. So I think that I think that he would actually split the money, but I still don't think you should choose him. <laughs> so I'm very I think you and Drew will be very happy together.
1: Good. Thank you. I agree. Well, wow, that was a good one. I'm giving you a Tamaris situation where you have two nice guys. And do you think you would have enough? chemistry with one of them to choose with them, or do you choose yourself? Okay. So... I think I already know what you'll do, but I'm just (laughs) going to give it to you straight. Um, Gendry and Roy Kent. Oh. Hmm.
0: That is actually... Roy Kent would be such an interesting character on this because they might think he's F-boy because he's he's always... a nice guy. Yeah. Or would he be... (laughs) Wouldn't he be like freaking Danny and Danny. be like I used to be nice and but now I'm mad at women so I want to be an F-boy? <laughs> <laughs> because Roy does have like angry, jealous tendencies. Yes. Hmm. This is a tough choice.
1: And I know you have the Hots for Gendry, but does he have the personality? For you. I mean, that's
0: really my thought process right now. So if you're Tamaris, you get to like have your fun, mm-hmm. and then you get to. But then at the end, it's like I don't really get see myself grand. with either of you. Yeah, I think I would take the money. <gasps> wow, I think I would take the money because I think that is a. I think you bring up a good point. Obviously, I ha- I have such a big crush on Gendry. Yeah, I don't know. Especially, like, the character of Gendry, like, he's, like, he is, he would be a nice guy.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I probably could be very happy with him, but I don't know. I don't know about the long haul. I'll take, I think I might, I think I'll take the money. I support it. I support it 100%. This was a brilliant pairing, because it's not like they're, like, my biggest crush of all time or something, you know? Mm -hmm. But they're big crushes. They're big crushes. (sighs) <sighs> that would be okay. Now I kind of do. I I don't know. I'm just thinking about what they could do for next season. Like, if they have a guy who is so, like, he's actually kind of presenting like he wants, like he they he they almost want him to guess them to guess that he's an f boy, but he actually is a nice guy. Like <laughs> I, that wouldn't really be a benefit to you at all. <laughs> no. But but maybe that would help because part of the problem that the nice guys run into is some of these girls. They just want, they keep saying they want an edge and the nice guys don't have the edge they want. Mm -hmm. And um, so maybe that would help them in that way. But I digress. It's time for your second scenario. Perfect. There's three girls in this and two of them are you. (laughs) My twin. Okay. So your
1: your F boy is Logan Huntsberger. How did I have a feeling? Like... I just kept thinking like Logan is the biggest f boy I've ever heard. He like is. I was just like kept thinking about him today when I was trying to make this list. And Seriously, I was like, I'm not going to give him to Jordan because I he's. Oh.
0: I would he's, rather I would like have him sent to jail. I would like. <laughs> I don't want to even want him around me, but I know he's your so Gilmore funny Girls crush. I love him, he's my number one. I know it's really it doesn't make sense to me, but it really worked I'm, out <laughs> great for this game because. Um, Your nice guy, though, who's a reformed F-boy, is Steve Harrington.
1: Oh, you know, that's actually pretty hard because Logan is rich already. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, I really hate to make this comparison, but I feel like Logan is equal to Garrett from season one.
0: I would agree with that. I think he is, he, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think he ever had a strong emotional connection with Rory. And I don't think he ever really tried. I think there's connections, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know about oh, it. Oh, I
1: think they had a connection, but I'm mostly saying in like, they're like, um, they both have um, fraternity attitudes kind mm-hmm. of thing. And just like, I already have money, but like, also, I'm still so greedy that I'm gonna take them all the money Mm -hmm. anyway. Hmm. I would choose Steve Harrington.
0: It's the right choice. I think we would
1: have a great life together.
0: Well, I was even thinking when I, cause I was like, I literally can't decide which pairing I want to give you in this top three. And I was comparing like Steve to Drew from search party Mm -hmm. and i was like in reality i think that steve has the more of an actual dateable possibilities personality with you yeah because like i just think that there's actually that would make more sense than drew necessarily drew's fine but you know he's just sometimes so awkward (laughs) yes but like we love him obviously Mm -hmm. so i so yeah and i think logan would take the money
1: I think he would would take the money, too. I think he could get pretty darn close to convincing me, though, that he wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Garrett. Like, Garrett literally made it all the way. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that comparison. Especially because I think, like... um, Logan's obviously very attractive, and Garrett technically is also, like, an attractive human being, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think they would be physically the hottest guys there, and I think sometimes that maybe would actually let them feel more, like, approachable,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Fascinating. Fun game. I love that. Yeah, it is really fun.
0: The big spoiler of it all is that Tamaris... Was actually there as an F girl, like to take the hundred thousand. She had two nice guys to choose between, dumped them both and took the money, chose herself, and she, like, declared, She's like, I'm an F girl. (laughs) (laughs) And that was like, it was so funny, so thrilling. They had a whole montage of all the F girl tendency things that she'd been like revealing along the way. Like, she said, I care about money.
1: I remember when she said that I was like interesting and then like later on during the um, mansplain when she was like I told you I don't want to have kids and I don't want to get married and I was mm-hmm. like oh I hadn't heard that before and that's really interesting to be on this show if you don't want those things. hmm
0: Like. She's like I told like I've been very upfront I don't have any interest in that. So it's it's also like she wasn't even playing like a whole different character. She was like no. being honest the whole time. She was telling it to their face, yeah. It was so funny. My only um not even complaint, but I do kind of wish they were more clear in the finale cuz like it wasn't really clear if they had just told her like she just found out she could take the money and she decided on the spot to be an F girl. Like I, in my head, they invited her to the show saying, you're going to get to choose the money at the end and you get, you're get you going to be an F-girl planted here. And I think that was the case, but I almost kind of wish oh, they explained that throughout. Like, I kind of wish that she literally came on the show to do that.
1: Interesting. I I My interpretation of it was like, yeah, she came on the show to be an F-girl and was just cuz like she ended up with two nice guys as an option anyway so she knew she was safe in getting 50,000 anyway. Mm. So I think she was playing the game of like at least like I'll just uh court <laughs> court <laughs> LOL. Woo. Um these nice guys so I'm guaranteed to at least have 50 grand in the end. Um but then when she found out that it she could choose the 100 grand in the end it was an easy choice for her because she was already playing the game for the money anyway oh it just was doubled for her
0: i get that i think in my head i kind of want it to be like she was like completely just a plant you know the whole time but i that makes sense to me too i kind of wish they would like had said it maybe more like clearly like if she had been like Oh wow! I was legitimately surprised, or like I wasn't surprised. They told me ahead of time I was gonna, yeah, I could do that. that would just have been fun. Them at the end, I had a feeling something was up because I was like, "Why are they ending on Tamaris's reveal? Because she has two nice guys. She's probably gonna choose Casey because like Nico, he's fine. He's kind of weird, and like they clearly yeah. don't have as strong of a connection.
1: He's the one that kept using that phrase, locker room talk, right? Yes. I hated that. Mm-mm. Um, I was still very
0: shocked that like Louise picked Mercedes instead of Benedict. Mm-hmm. And I really assumed Mia was going to take the money because her two guys were such losers. Same. Um, And so even after those were both like pretty shocking reveals and the, also the fact that both Mercedes and Peter split the money, that was also shocking to me. So I was like, why in the world when they have these two shocking things are they ending with Tamaris? Like, mm-hmm. that's weird. But then like I was still shocked. I had no clue that she was gonna be like, sorry, I'm an F girl. Neither mm-hmm. of you. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm very happy for Tamaris. And my favorite part of watching F Boy Island is like getting online afterwards and like seeing all of their Instagrams and whatnot. And um I did see that Casey's back together with his ex. So good call there, Tamaris. Yes. Wow, that's funny. It was like her birthday yesterday, and he like posted (laughs) a story wishing her happy birthday.
0: Oh my gosh. I haven't stalked any of them yet.
1: Well, I'm always so curious if any of them are still together, and that actually wasn't clear to me. So I'm waiting. I'm very curious and want to know.
0: I mean, I feel like there's no way Mia is still with Peter.
1: There's no way.
0: The Peter of it all was so frustrating because I'm like, I don't see the appeal at all. He's so boring. And she's so fun. I really liked Mia. Mia and Tamaris were like awesome. They were really interesting and smart and fun. Um, Louise was like smart too. She just wasn't as like fun as the other two.
1: I liked all of them. I felt like I liked Louise because I never really knew where she was going to go. Like, because she was like, always like, do not call me dumb. And she was always like, very straightforward with the men. And she could play like her. She could be like, very sexy and like, ask that of the guy. But then also be like, no, now we're going to be silly. And like, I I don't know. She was just like, very uh surprising to me. Yeah, that's true.
0: She was very like um she was really good at communicating what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Which was impressive. Yeah. Um I still I just like I if if it had been down to Mercedes and Benedict, there's just no way I would have ever chosen Mercedes. Like No way. I'm very especially after the mansplain. Like I feel like the mansplain Portion is so genius because these guys they really don't have any reason to like make up a ton of stories at this point like they've already been eliminated like i would really pay attention to what they're saying and like if if one guy has an issue with one guy that's kind of what that's whatever but if like every guy is really being like we really hate him (laughs) like we really think he is a scam artist and we he's like his and especially i think a temper a temper is like the least attractive trait a guy can have mm-hmm. and if that's literally what everyone's saying like that is just a deal breaker to me and benedict is like kind of had nothing wrong with him
1: <laughs>
0: like yeah. um but i guess if you're not in like she clearly just wasn't ever really that into him yeah. i think on it's like she, he was maybe the guy like on paper she, he got really far because he had, there was nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. But like, she just, I don't know. She couldn't, and because feel it. they were,
1: they, they were kind of in the friend zone the whole time. Yeah. It's so I true. think it was like easy for her to be around him. Yeah. Yeah. What are your critiques of the show? If you could change anything or things you didn't like?
0: Um, I would. I would take out some of those um, little sketches in between. Like, if Nikki Mm -hmm. Glaser's not in the sketch with the guys, then I think it could probably be removed. (laughs) Every time (laughs) she was, like, lecturing the F-boys and stuff, like, I thought that was usually pretty Uh, funny. At Limbro? Yes. Um, But some of them, when it's just, like, the guys, like, kind of acting and just like kind of dancing I'm like okay I kind of feel embarrassed I would like to move on <laughs> they're kind of being dorky
1: okay okay
0: but those are maybe the only things like I would rather have more content of the interactions because a lot of the social interactions are hilarious like I laugh out loud when I watch this show like mm-hmm. when the guys put their foot in their mouths so I, I it's almost like I'd rather have more of that footage than like kind of the dorky little skits
1: Mm Mm-hmm. What about you? For me, I wish that, um, I wish the, like, because every episode they do, like, a little thing, like the Mansplain, or there was Truth or Ghost, or they did, like, a dance-off. I wish those, I wish that those games had more of an effect on that day's, like, uh eliminations yes yeah
0: that okay i do fully agree with that yes like
1: there's not nothing really on the line for any of those like with the like the truth or ghost it was like oh you have to eat a pepper but like i wanted to see more and i also i specifically have notes on the truth or ghost but like the questions that they were asking the men were so boring or like weird and like i I didn't like them asking so many questions about the women. Like, who's the most dumb of the women? Like, why are we wasting our time doing that? Let's find out, like, way... Let's find out the dirty details of these men and what their lives are like off the island.
0: Yeah, like, there's not real value there. Like, it really should be that, like... And the winner gets immunity this week or
1: yes, or gets
0: to like have an extra one-on-one date or gets to like help coach the women on who to eliminate this week or something Mm -hmm. like that would be really that would be so much better
1: yeah I think if there's just like more on the line it would add an extra level of interest for me um my just my other complaint slash confusion was from like More so the beginning episodes. I was so confused because it was like they were on this island, but every single person was wearing coats and turtlenecks and sweaters and ponchos, and I was so confused. That
0: is so true. Like, why did they even bring so many sweaters to a
1: tropical island? I have no idea. I wish I could answer. Hmm. But... That's, yeah, a that's, really,
0: all. that's a really funny critique though <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was confusing as a viewer it was
0: like maybe they filmed it off season
1: yeah maybe on
0: that whatever island it is but it still was very strange they're wearing like pea coats.
1: <laughs> yeah it was weird Um, my last critique I just remembered is also similar to like what you were saying is that like I could tell that there were like important conversations that were being had because they would refer to them later on. The one example mm. I have is like Casey was talking about how like Tamaris is actually like way deeper and has like been through a lot. And I'm like, like, what? Like, we never get to see those kinds of conversations. We honestly don't really know that much about any of the women.
0: Yeah. And that's like, true. don't
1: really know about anything. And so, like, I would have liked to have heard those conversations.
0: I agree with that. I was kind of hoping that Garrett would come back, like, at the mansplain or towards the end or something, because we really, like, we saw him as, like, the king of Limbro, and then he came back to say hi to Casey that one time, and it was really weird. <laughs> like, and they just, like, he almost just disappeared. fought Peter, and that was, like, it, and, like, who cares? And so, I kind of would have liked to have him have an actual job this season of and like a function to maybe mm-hmm. stir up more chaos than just like interrupting everyone at the house mm-hmm. that one day. um I don't know what it is I don't have I was just kind of like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna do, and then like he never came back, so yeah, I would have liked to see some kind of chaotic influence happen with him again,
1: yeah,
0: um. Now that they they changed it up a lot for season two, what would you like to see them change up for season three?
1: Um, Okay, I think that with Tamara being an F-girl, my hope is that they are setting it up for the next round to be F-girl Island. I think that would be really fun.
0: Well, F-girls are so different than F-boys.
1: So different and I think they would be way better at acting as nice girls.
0: Well boys are they're stupid. I think the boys are easier <laughs> to manipulate. I agree. I don't do it I don't think <laughs> but I do <laughs> I can- <laughs> but can't you just see them like there being no doubt in a boy's mind that it, that it's a nice girl? And the girls mm-hmm. go in even though not a single nice guy won this season, which is kind of funny. Um the girls were very suspicious the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Even of like oh, this is is he just being nice cuz that's what he knows he needs to do? Like all this stuff. So that would it would be a completely different show, which would be really fun.
1: Yeah. What do you th- what do you want?
0: First of all, like they brought back night or F-Boys this season. It would be kind of fun to bring back rejected nice guys. Mm, if they're yes. going to bring back people. Um, could you have like. Queer F-Boy Island. Or mm-hmm. something. F-Boy slash F-Girl Island. I don't know. There, There's like so many different things. They could do like. They could. If they keep this one like. You know. Heteronormative only. They could do like a spin-off. That's like. A queer F-Boy Island. I like it. I like it. They would be dumb to not do F Girl Island. And then they could still yeah. bring back like nice guys or F boys or
1: whatever. Totally. It is interesting that two of the f- uh final 6 were like it's interesting that the two people they brought back from season 1 m- both made it to the final round Mm
0: -hmm. and a lot of that was because the girls had like stalked them from the last season so they Mm -hmm. kind of they came in with crushes on them even though yeah it worked they said they didn't know they were coming you know so hmm so then it could it could work if like a a nice guy comes back and then a girl had stalked them and so then it's like they have the benefit because I think part of the show too that confuses me is that if you are an F-boy and you are going to split the money, why did you come on as an F-boy? Like, if you're, gonna, if you're coming on as an F-boy, like, I was really shocked and also kind of annoyed that, like, Peter especially, like, split the money at the end because I'm like, you came back onto the show as an F-boy again? Like, why would you do that if you weren't, just planning on taking the, all the money at the end. That was like... I don't know. I don't get the strategy, but... I mean, you still get 50k.
1: I mean, it's because he was changed by Mia.
0: Oh, duh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad that... Well, not mad. I guess I'm... For the girl's sake, it's fine that they split the money. But I was kind of looking forward to... Someone taking all the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: One of these guys, please validate me and be horrible, and they were ended up being nice, and so I was mm-hmm. let down, but
1: whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry, okay, well, crush of the week
0: um, my crush this week is literally I think the only guy I would have wanted to date on all of this selection of F Boy Island this season was. Jabrian who was a nice guy and I feel like there was just like none of the girls had crushes on him which is fine mm-hmm. and he was one of the only ones that he was chill about that too like when he got eliminated I was impressed that he was like you know if you don't feel it with me that's fine and I was like yeah. that's mature and I his reactions to funny social situations were really memorable and funny to me and um, I also really liked that in the mansplain, Mia was like, Jabrian, you were, like, my best friend. Like, you're, like... We were, like, brother and sister when I have met you. Mm-hmm. Like, can you tell you give it to me straight about these two guys? And I was like, wow, that is more footage I would have liked to see. Kind of, like, them kind of platonically bonding in the house. Totally. We didn't see yeah. any of that. Like, that was the first I no. heard of that. And so I was like, oh, wow, like, I think he's the cutest guy here. And clearly... He's like a good guy. So he's one that I would really like to maybe they bring him back for season three. And I feel like that if if they're going to do that, I feel like he would probably be on the short list to do that.
1: Yeah. I wish we could have seen more from him. TBH. But I yeah, I couldn't uh, find myself wanting to date any of them. There were some guys that didn't really get any camera time, so, like, um, I'm not saying none of them. I'm just saying, like, the ones that they really focused on. I just, like, none of them were really doing it for me. They actually all made me um, really sad that I am attracted to men. (laughs) (laughs) They enforced celibacy. (laughs) Yeah, it was really unfortunate. And... Yeah, it was just, like, a very interesting time for me to be watching this because I just was, like, I hate all men. And I know I already said that I am not a big Bachelor person, but I have watched a couple episodes of the current season, and, like, that is also happening on that show. Like, none of the men are attractive to me, and I, like, think they're all just so dumb and so bad. And so in order to counteract that, I have been watching Fleabag. (laughs) <laughs> even though like
0: and an that's... undateable man <laughs> exactly it's still a problem played by a gay man so it's just exactly. really really tough <laughs> it's
1: really really tough out here Oh my! so that's gosh. why I'm giving my crush to Phoebe Waller-Bridge <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's a great answer
1: she's just perfect I love her and it's really slapping And I have two episodes left and I'm scared and excited. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen, even though this is like my fourth or fifth time watching (laughs) this stupid show. I just have to do it once a year and it it was time. Yeah. Thanks to FBoy Island. All right. Well, this was fun. Can't wait to see what FBoy Island has in store the next season and see if our predictions are right yeah
0: i i wonder how soon they'll do it because i mean that's part of hbo max will f f boy island survive i hope so they want to do unscripted stuff so hopefully
1: we shall see and hope and pray Mm -hmm. all right well thank you for listening and we will catch you next week Bye. bye bye